In case you didn't get enough with Prime Day, there's another chance coming. Sort of. Stay tuned. Into Tomorrow is next. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Always entertaining and we hope informative. Oh, and of course, always free. You're tuned Into Tomorrow. We're born on the radio and raised by technology covering it hard to believe for 28 years and we're still around they can't kick us well they can kick us but they can't get rid of us yes though they've tried that boy they have tried however you our loyal listeners keep us alive and we thank you so much for that this is the broadcast for the weekend of august 11th 2023 and we're coming to you from the miami dexcom g7 studios the continuous glucose monitor for all types of diabetes be sure to visit dexcom.com i'm dave graveline i'm chris graveline you sure yeah and we got you some tech news and commentary we've got your calls coming we've got questions you've got answers or vice versa whatever the case and a guest lined up for you lots of stuff busy show today glad to have you yes yes not you oh, well, our audience I thought you were telling me it was glad that you're oh, glad to have God. you know amazon plans to host a prime day type event that they're calling prime big deal days big deal <laughs> God, that's what i thought <laughs> it's going to happen in october across 19 countries so we pray to God that your country is one of them. Oh, boy. I don't know which countries. Probably this one at least. And then, and then some. This follows its annual Prime Day event that they held in July, which went right by me. Didn't even know it because I'm not a Prime member and couldn't care less. Anyway, that yielded the sale of 375 million items worldwide. And ahead of a holiday season when most shoppers are expected to reduce spending amid inflation mm -hmm. so what they're basically saying is most folks aren't going to be buying many gifts this holiday season because of inflation so what's going to happen they're hoping that this prime big deal days in october will have people saving money buying some stuff probably not 375 million items but maybe early christmas gifts maybe not yeah, we shall see. But there you go. If you didn't get enough in Prime Day in July, they're doing a little something well, for you. You better hurry up and sign up for Prime so that you can get me my Christmas gifts. Nope. Oh. No, I'm I'm reducing spending because of inflation, because of Biden inflation. Well, I'm reducing spending because you pay me. Good enough reason. <laughs> what else have you got? Uh, I've got some bad news for anybody who's been using Facebook Messenger as your SMS app of choice. Meta is getting ready to ditch SMS support in Facebook Messenger, which will happen next month. Meta so wrote, wait, no Facebook Messenger no, anymore? No, you just can't use it to send the SMS messages on your phone. 
Well, which I don't I do that is, anyway. Which I didn't. Well, I don't either. I use yeah. the iPhone's basic one. But uh, Meta wrote that users, quote, will no longer be able to use Messenger to send and receive SMS messages sent by your cellular network when you update your app after September 28th, 2023. The feature has been supported since 2016, so it's been around for about seven years at this point. Um, it was actually first introduced in 2012, then removed in 2013, and then brought back in 2016. So They can't make up their minds. Now it's going away Now it's again. going away again, and they're directing people to just using your, your phone's default SMS app. I don't know of anyone that's been using Facebook Messenger for SMS. That's probably why they're getting rid of it. it again. Could, could be. Again. <laughs> and then they'll bring it back in a year or two because yeah. they missed it. Or, yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh. A recent FCC filing suggests Walmart, a.k.a. Wally World, may be prepping to debut their own full HD Google TV streaming stick. Additional details also reveal the Bluetooth 5.0 device would boost 1080p video resolution. So if you've been missing full high-definition TV streaming and you can't otherwise afford everything else online... Maybe you can afford a Walmart one because they're prepping it. No idea as to cost yet, but stay tuned. If you are a Walmart shopper, we'll try to get you those details. I just put on my reading glasses and hold my phone really close to my face. And then it's like looking at a a massive screen, big screen, smart TV kind of thing. And you ought to see when he does that. It's quite funny. Because, again, you pay me, so that's that's the only okay, I think experience. We, I think we've established <laughs> that being in radio, unless you're one of, like, four people, doesn't pay well. Yeah. Well, you know, we never do this for the money. Why do we do this? I don't know. You, because we get to send prizes out to our listeners who participate, and we're going to tell everybody else how that, shortly, shortly. That and another reason. Yeah. What's the other reason? For our audience. Oh, just yeah. for the passion of doing what we do. Yeah, that. Which, by the way, the first, the fifth, and the tenth listener, first, fifth, and tenth, okay, make a note, Uh that tells us the three things that we remind everybody about every week, don't don't tell them, we'll win prizes this week. Because I'd rather hear it from members of our audience than you saying, well, first there's this, second there's that, and I can never remember the third thing. So there you go. First, fifth, and tenth listener to call in, Chris will tell you how, to join us and say, well, here are the three reminders. And feel free to add a fourth if you think we should be adding a fourth. Now we'll really confuse Chris. Wow. Yeah. My brain can only hold two things at a time. Obviously. (laughs) But we'll suggest that you write them down, perhaps. So if you want to win one of the cool many prizes we have, it's very easy. Let us know. You can't just email us now. We want to hear you giving us these three main reminders. Make sense? Yeah. Meow? Yeah. What are you, a cat? (laughs) Meow. Oh, my God. (laughs) And how can they do that? Because, ironically, there are three ways to participate. Well, the the best way and the most preferred way, because it makes you sound the best, is using the Into Tomorrow app, which is free, by the way. Yeah, and very small. doesn't take up a lot of space on your device. So download the Into Tomorrow app. How does one get that, though? By searching those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So Android, iPhone, whatever you are, you can download our app and use the Message to Studio button. Correct mundo, dude. All right. What would be the next favorite you way? You could uh, hit that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. 
It's a very similar way to using the app. Yeah. As long as you've got a microphone connected to whatever device you're hitting that on. Yeah. So any device that has a microphone and a browser. Yes. Because you have to visit our website at? Intotomorrow.com. All right. And the third, perhaps least favorite way, but very effective. is dialing the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. All right. So you remember how many listeners we're going to give prizes to if they're accurate and they tell us the three items. Yes. Which are? No, no, no. Don't tell them. Good. Because I can't remember. But what numbered callers or participants are we going to First, fifth, and tenth. Wow. (laughs) I remembered more than two things. Well, it's just one thing, but three different parts. Google (laughs) is reportedly upgrading its Tensor G3 chip expected in the upcoming Pixel 8. Great. So people that just got the Pixel 7, like your brother, are going, oh, already a Pixel 8 coming up. Anyway, with faster speeds, better graphical output, and a UFS 4.0 storage support. That, per a report in Tom's Guide, the Tensor G2 is expected to be featured in this month's release of the Pixel Tablet and Pixel Fold, which, again, I'm considering looking at the Pixel Fold Pro. But that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. $1,800. Wow. I'm going to have to fire somebody to be able to afford that. Dibs. I mean, the dibs. Not, me. <laughs> <laughs> not you. So there you go. A little something to look forward to. But if you've been wanting to upgrade and looking at the pixels, maybe the eight might be for you. Mm-hmm. Here's a story out of the uh, irony department. Uh, the company whose name became synonymous with remote work is joining the growing return to office trend. I happen to think <laughs> this is hysterical. Yeah, Zoom, the video conferencing pioneer, is asking employees who live within a 50-mile radius of its offices to work on-site at least two days per week. Because <laughs> up to now, they've been uh, using some other uh, platform. Yeah, probably having team meetings. Teams right. meetings. Teams, <laughs> Microsoft Teams or yeah. something like that, or well, maybe an occasional Zoom meeting. Yeah. Uh-huh. The statement said that a company, the company has decided that a structured hybrid approach, meaning employees that live near an office need to be on site two days a week to interact with their teams, is most effective for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but they want you to keep using Zoom for everybody else. Right. No, 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 no. Don't don't have people go to the office. Just if, use our service. If your product worked so well, you wouldn't need to have an office for people to go to twice a week. Thank you very much. What does everyone listening think about that as well? Intotomorrow.com. Join us there, won't you? With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're headed. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Oh, 
Oh, we wish. I'm sure most parts of the country, certainly we in Miami, Florida even, wish there was an iceberg dead ahead mm-hmm. because it has been way too hot. And I don't want to hear this, you know, climate change, uh, you know, everything's heating. How's that working out for you? It's summertime, okay? Yeah. Sheesh. Into Tomorrow continues. Welcome back. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. If you'd like more info, text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. I shall do that. Looking for a quick and easy way to refresh Yes. Aren't we all? How about a nap? Okay. Right now. There you go. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Taking a power nap during the day can recharge your energy, enhance cognitive function, and improve your mood. Here are some simple steps to good napping. Keep your power nap short to avoid grogginess. Set a timer for 10 to 20 minutes to ensure you don't oversleep. Take a few deep breaths and try to let go of any stress or tension. Close your eyes and focus on relaxing each part of your body, starting from your toes to your head. When the timer goes off, avoid jumping up suddenly. Wake up slowly, sit up, stretch, and take a moment to reorient yourself before resuming your activities. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria, but you have now put Chris to sleep. <laughs> Wake up! Oh, oh, oh sorry. your alarm went off. Oh, sorry. Don't forget, power nap only thirty seconds. Dozed off thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch. How can a massage chair change your life? <laughs> Visit HumanTouch.com to find out. And we have one of the awesome Human Touch massage chairs here in our studios, and everybody loves it. Everyone who has never tried it before that comes by, we sit them in the chair, they do the five-minute demo, and what's the reaction from everyone? It's always the same. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) And wow. (laughs) Yeah. Do check out humantouch.com for more, because you'll find it truly fascinating. Russ in Gainesville, Florida. Oh, that's kind of up the road a piece. About quite quite a piece. Five or six hours. (laughs) Participating, we love you for it, using the free Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Russ. Hey, Dave. Glad to see that you got out of the hospital quickly. Oh, thank you. I recently bought a Garmin Verb, V-I-R-B, 360 camera. I want to use it for snorkeling. And it seems like a really nice piece of equipment. But the Garmin app that you use to edit the video is not great. This is a little cumbersome and, and asks, for, asks for a lot of uh, computer resources in order to do any editing. Oh. Are you aware of any better, sleeker, easier to use, lower demand video editing software? Well, Russ, I'm going to yield a lot to Chris because he's our in-house videographer and editor and so forth. But there are several easy-to-use programs that you can try. Keep in mind, though, that any video editing app will be fairly resource-intensive. So don't expect any to be too low-demand, if you will. If you're on a Windows machine, Microsoft Photos has some movie editing capabilities, but don't expect anything too complex. On the Mac side, iMovie is relatively light for a video editing app, but it's relatively versatile, and it may do the job for you. On Windows, Mac, or even Linux, you can try OpenShot. It's open source and free. You won't be shooting blockbusters with it, but it's fairly user-friendly and pretty darn good for 
no money. Yeah. Now, Lightworks is another option that you'll find across all of the major operating systems. It is professional-grade software, but as such, it will require professional-grade hardware. Mm. Um, now, if something basic would suit you better, most computers will be able to run Clipify, and you can also download that for free. Now, whichever option you choose, remember, you'll still likely be looking at minimum hardware requirements if you want to edit longer movies and then export them. If your computer is on the underpowered side, it's going to take some patience to get your videos edited. Wow. I hope we've helped you there, Russ, but, and we've thrown a lot of stuff out at you. And of course, we have all of these notes. Everything that Chris and I were just saying is on our show page at intotomorrow.com. Just look for the weekend of Cameron's birthday, <laughs> April 7th, and of course, Easter and Passover weekend. But April 7th, 2023, our notes will be there. And please let us know what you end up doing and how it works out for you. Hopefully one of our suggestions or we have the best listeners in the world. So stay tuned. Others may call in and say, hey, have Russ try this. Here's what I use. And we'll give you that info as well. Ray in Niagara Falls, New York, as opposed to Niagara Falls, Canada. Oh, yes. You see, that's why I guess we identified it as New York. Welcome into tomorrow, Ray. I'm trying to figure out a way I can hook up an external speaker to my TV for late night listening so I don't can't crank up the volume to disturb anyone else. Um, Looking for an external speaker, hopefully wireless, that I can put closer to where I'm sitting, where I can hear the TV without cranking up the volume. Just can't come up with nothing. Hopefully you guys can figure it out for me. Well, we'll come up with something, whether it'll work or not, I don't know. But Ray, your options will really depend on your TV. So it's really hard to give you a definite solution. For example, if your TV has built-in Bluetooth, newer ones often do, then your best bet is probably just a regular Bluetooth speaker. Or better yet, maybe Bluetooth earbuds or headphones to keep the sound truly isolated to just your own ears. Now, if your TV doesn't have built-in Bluetooth, you can look at wireless audio systems that plug into an aux port and beam the signal to a receiver using other radio waves. A company called Sirionic sells a set that may market specifically to people that want to watch TV without disturbing others. But there are many, and they're all more or less the same. Yeah, I've used the Bluetooth on my Fire Stick at home ah. to connect to my earbuds when I've wanted to go step into the backyard and smoke a cigar while watching the TV through the glass doors into the living room. So you're actually watching the TV and listening on your earbuds. Right. While wow. smoking a cigar, because obviously I'm not going to smoke a cigar in the house. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> Good heavens. Yeah. It's been and, forever since I've had a yeah. nice cigar. And you don't pay me enough to buy a second TV to go outside. I so. beg your pardon. <laughs> but I but I need somebody to send yeah. us some real Cubans. Yeah. yeah. Cigars. Yeah. yeah. You have enough for the others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, oh, now, oh, <laughs> coming to you from Miami. Yeah. Now, Ray, a good thing to keep in mind is that your TV may not be the only device involved here. Uh, if you use a streaming box like a Roku or an Apple TV, they may also uh, be able to beat their own sound to your or beam. Sorry, yeah, yeah, their own I was going to say, why would you want them to beat you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, they okay. could beam their own sound to your speakers via Bluetooth. The same is true for other devices as well. So if your television is not the only device involved in your TV watching, like my Fire Stick, there's probably other options for you. Now, the other option you'll likely have is wired audio. In that case, you'd just be looking at running a cord to your speaker. That's, you know, way enough, but 
you obviously not as convenient as the wireless options if those are available to you. And you might trip over the cord. Yeah, I mean, many, many years ago, I did that. I had to run an actual wired cord across the foot of the bed from where the TV was. And it worked very well with a separate little speaker with a volume control. But until I put a little area rug over it, <laughs> I was tripping on the darn thing. But you were saying? I was going to mention that. Well, why didn't you? Because you did. Well, why didn't you just get in there with it right away? Because I didn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, great. Boom, thunder. Ray, I hope that helps you out. Let us know what you end up doing, because it'll certainly help other listeners. All the way, you guessed it, into tomorrow. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com slash compatibility. As we continue bringing you further into tomorrow during our 28th year on the air, I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks in advance for calling in, for participating on the show. You can do that anytime at your convenience 24-7, and we hope that you do just that. Join us anytime. Questions, comments, concerns, help for another listener, whatever the case. We, of course, send prizes out when we hear you on the show, and it's very easy to participate. All the details are at our site at intotomorrow.com. There's a new digital assistant out there. Ella is the first personalized care management platform designed especially for caregivers of persons with cognitive deficits. The chief clinical officer for a company called Taproot Interventions and Solutions is Linda Buscemi. Linda, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm well. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, and thanks for joining us during the South by Southwest. I understand you were a presenter there, so we appreciate you uh, having some time. Uh, we talk about a, a lack of products on the marketplace for caregivers in general, it seems, uh, especially though in the memory loss space. I understand that Taproot is filling that void. Tell us a little about the company, and then we'll get into Thank how you. you're doing that. Yeah, great. Yeah, we we are. There, there really isn't enough technology to take care of, uh, of folks with, that have problems thinking, uh, specifically types of dementia. And so we have created a caregiver tool that is actually providing them 
personalized interventions and approaches to mitigate uh, behavioral expressions uh, from folks that have have cognitive uh, issues. Wow. And how is it then that you're doing that? Because I know the creation of Taproot Ella is, uh, I'm told, the culmination of of a personal mission for both you and your co-founder. So can you discuss that a bit for us? Yeah, definitely. So uh, Scarlett Spring is our CEO. Uh, she has family, a uh, big legacy, unfortunately, of folks that have Alzheimer's uh, and dementia in her family. I'm a psychologist and over the last 20 plus years really focused on how to help people that have problems thinking. Um, and the last over decade going into long-term care communities, whether it's an assisted living or a nursing facility, training staff on how do you how do you help someone that is resisting clothes changing or trying to leave when they have a dementia? And what we look at uh, is, first of all, what kind of dementia do they have? And people don't realize it, but there are over 100 different kinds of dementia, which means that it's affecting different parts of the brain. Therefore, the reaction, the behavior can come out differently. So I'll give you just a quick example. Alzheimer's, the first thing that goes um, uh, from brain functioning would be memory. Of course, right? It's memory. With vascular dementia, though, the first thing that really uh, people have problems with is sequential learning. It's not memory necessarily right away. And so we're asking our caregivers to understand the differences between all of these things. And then, oh, by the way, you have to remember what this person did for a living, what their favorite drink is, all these things to kind of relate to them. And then, oh, by the way, you have to take care of them as well. So it's a lot that we're asking them to do. Ella actually looks at the background of the individual, the symptoms that that, that they're having, and then provides them that personal uh, approach and intervention for the caregiver to deploy to prevent or reduce that reaction from occurring. Wow, so that's a whole lot more involved, but I can understand how that makes a big difference because if you're using and applying those real life solutions to various scenarios, it's got mm-hmm. to help, yeah? Oh, it does. It, it help. We, um, our, our, our beta, when we originally did this uh, in 2020, we were able to reduce psychotropic medications by 13%. Um, and that was in a, only in a subset of 110 residents. So we know that what we're doing, it, it's called non-pharmaceutical interventions. We know these are evidence-based practices. We know these things to work. What we don't know is when to deploy them uh for particular reactions, particular um, diagnoses. Well, Ella is able to tell you that now, and that's the brilliance behind it. And it seems that that Ella can service individuals, obviously, is what we're talking about, but I understand your primary target market are memory-focused healthcare providers, which seems to me to be an excellent approach so that they'll help even more people. Absolutely. We want to get into, we actually got our first contract in home care. We're in 70 units in four different states. We really want to get it into the consumer's home eventually. Right now we're working on home care and those are the folks that go in to provide care in someone's home. We wanna keep people there as long as possible. Every three seconds someone's diagnosed with dementia and there's just not enough caregivers to go around to help these folks. And so again, this is where, how do we scale this type of solution and you need technology to do that and machine learning and that's what exactly what we've built. And how do you market to that kind of an audience then? Is it, of course, this interview is a good help, but in general- Yeah, it's helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, we hope so. Uh, but in general, how do you approach the market uh, to be able to say, look, we've, we have the ability to help you? Yeah, so we're re- we reach out to, we go to different trade shows right now. We, we're, you know, it's not a, it's not a typical marketing uh, deployment where you just send emails. Th- this industry is very, um, they're overwhelmed 
with, especially when COVID uh, occurred and they got shut down and nobody would co- go in and out. Caregivers yeah. were getting it and there were shortages. So really it's, um, we've hired uh, someone out of Brookdale, a senior executive there, um, knowing the space very much. So we have industry experts from Alzheimer's Association. We have an incredible board uh, and we're using the industry experts to really expand ourselves um, to move into uh, the long-term care space right now. This is one of those things that, that makes me wonder why has a product like this never been created before, right? It seems so obvious, uh, even well before the pandemic, but certainly during. Uh, what's yeah. been your experience there? I'm, I'm assuming you found this niche and said, yeah, why hasn't it been done? It's up to us. Let's Great. make it happen. That's exactly right. And it, it, it was very um, validating and, and very, you know, we're very humble with what this, um, this has been happening again over 20 years, but manually. And now there's just not enough experts to really speak to the caregivers and train them. And the dinosaur way of training someone, of taking them offline and training them for four or five hours, which they're tired, they don't remember the information anyway, and they do that maybe once a year, and it's very costly. And so as I'm going in, I'm looking at like, we've got to have an easier and faster way to give these folks, take the guessing out of it. You know, they they didn't go to school to understand the difference between Louis body's dimension, frontal temporal, and all those different dementias. And then again, as mentioned, taking care of someone. So, you know, utilizing technology, we've got to go there, especially in this industry. I mean, talk about the silver tsunami. It is here. It's not coming. It's here. Um, We have way too many people that need help and just not enough caregivers to really deploy that. So again, our value is, hey, let's keep you at the lowest level of care possible, which would be your home. As long as we can keep you in your home, get you off those psychotropic medications, or at least use those medications appropriately, not to manage a behavior, as people call them. Someone's resisting care. People will just be like, well, they're resisting care. They're hitting me when I'm trying to take their clothes off to change them. Well, there's there's non-pharmaceutical ways. Again, if you understand the type of dementia they have and some of their background information, we can then approach them and redirect them as opposed to giving them a risperdal or giving them some Ativan to knock them out. Yeah. You know, and then you increase their fall risk because it's a sedative medication. So there's just a, a trickle down effect of, of when you're not doing, you know, utilizing the right approach but also when you're short-staffed, you're doing the best that you can. Sure, and kudos to you guys for working on this. I mean, I had no idea until our interview that there's a hundred different types of dementia for that matter. And it's Mm -hmm. obviously important uh, for the caregivers, whether it be someone in your own home uh, or or other healthcare professionals to understand that. And you mentioned the silver tsunami. The first time I heard that, maybe that's my hair issue, Um, (laughs) (laughs) being, being white and silvery and so forth, but it makes perfect sense. So uh, if you can explain real quick how it is that the digital assistant works. I mean, give give us an idea maybe with a, a couple of examples. Sure, of course. So uh, we upload the profile of the individual, of the resident or the client, and that's their background information, what they did for a living. Uh, most communities, most uh, folks that take care of others have an, an intake form. We actually call it the Who I Am. It's seven pages. It's pretty lengthy. Wow. But the more we know about someone, the better. And that includes all of their diagnosis, their history of their ailments, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, our machine learning actually looks at what the reaction might be. So we'll use the example of um, resisting clothes changing as an example you're trying to talk tell someone who doesn't remember who you are and you're trying to take their shirt off yeah. <laughs> and, and they're hitting you like who are you taking my shirt off and so our algorithm will look at what the background of the individual is what type of dementia they have so is it a processing issue is it a memory issue what's causing that reaction to eat that that's occurring and then ella will actually tell you okay 
first of all, Mrs. Jones is blind in the right eye, so she might be hitting you because you're approaching her. So let's approach her from the right. When you talk to her, remind her remind her that you are her caretaker and it quickly say, but as soon as we get done changing you, your family's coming and then we're going to read books to the children because she used to be a librarian. And so you're distracting them with understanding what they've done in the past to get them focused on that and it gets them, you know, more, it, it uh, redirects them and distracts them from what you're actually doing. And so that's just one method of being able to, to use these type of interventions to prevent or at least reduce the escalation of, of some of these reactions. Oh, great example, because I, I get a, I have a better handle, I think, now on the kinds of things, and there's so many that you guys can uh, do. And of course, more at your website, right? More description, more info, the ability to, to learn even more about Ella, this new digital assistant. Do check it out, taprootella, E-L-L-A dot com. Of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit our site. Linda, you've been a delight to chat with, uh, Chief Clinical Officer for Taproot Interventions and Solutions. Thanks so much for joining us. Con uh, continued good work. You're, you're doing some really very helpful things for a lot of folks. I'm probably going to need you soon myself. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I appreciate your time. <laughs> it's our pleasure. Taprootella, E-L-L-A dot com. Visit us at intotomorrow.com and we'll get you there. You'll see what Linda and her team are doing on a regular basis and how they are helping so many people. By all means, check them out. I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues. Don't miss it right here on the Advanced Media Network. Today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. This is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners with your experience with a similar problem. Or maybe you'd like to congratulate us and tell us what you liked or didn't like most about technology. Call me anytime at 800-899-INTO. Well, thank you, Cameron. Yeah, it sounds like it was about three years ago by his voice. Yeah, two or three years, because he's yeah. matured yeah. a bit. 
But welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. Oh, yeah. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get Thunder and a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. <laughs> Funny how you tied that in because, man, we have another South Florida thunderstorm mm-hmm. outside the studio. Fortunately, not inside the studio. Yes. But you may have heard that rumbling. Okay. You start your free trial at B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Very cool. A new phone greeting is proposed. The electric car starter is patented. And a revolutionary office machine retires to the museum. It all happened this week in tech history. Jump aboard the time machine. Time to head into yesterday with this week in tech history. History, history, history. Here's Chris. Hey, Chris. Back in 1877 this week, a brand new telephone system was being set up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thomas Edison wrote the president of the telegraph company and stated that the word hello would be a more appropriate greeting than ahoy. Cool. As suggested by Alexander Graham Bell when answering the telephone. At the time, Edison envisioned the telephone as a business device only with a permanently open line to parties at either end. Some people had the idea of an alarm bell at each end to alert one office that the other office wanted to speak. Edison's letter said, quote, Friend David, I don't think we shall need a call bell as hello can be heard 10 to 20 feet away. What do you think? Hello became the standard greeting as the first telephone exchanges equipped by Edison were set up across the U.S. and operation manuals adopted the word. I think that's pretty cool because you got to wonder... Who determined hello, and what does that mean something? Apparently, Edison determined it by putting it in the operation manuals for yeah, telephones. Yes, because ahoy is something that we would think in terms of a ship, right? Yeah, or a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> but who invented this? Goodbye. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, well, okay. The first ex-wife as she's heading out the door? I don't know. Goodbye. Yeah. No, that was... Oh, yeah. Not... In 1915 this week, Charles Kettering of Detroit, Michigan, patented the electric automobile self-starter. No, Pinky. Now, if it was a self-starter, you wouldn't need any outside influence to start it, anyway. Uh, Before the electric self-starting engine, drivers had to go to the front of their cars and turn a hand crank to start the engine. This was a very dangerous process that sometimes caused injury when the crank would kick back and strike an unsuspecting driver. In fact, it was an accident in 1908 when a close friend of Henry Leland, the the chief at Cadillac, died to complications when an automobile crank broke his jaw. Oh, jeez. So Leland turned to Charles Kettering to come up with a better way to start a vehicle. And this was it, apparently? That was it. Broke his jaw. (laughs) And this week in 1985, the machine that revolutionized the world's offices, the original Xerox 914 copier, took its place among the honored machines of other eras at the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of American History. Here I come to save the day. The document copier had been formally introduced to the world in March of 1960, and in just 25 years, the machine, invented by Chester Carlson, a patent lawyer, had become obsolete enough to make it into the museum. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin. The future of tech awaits you at IFA. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. So not only do we have thunder outside, but we have a lot of lightning happening, too. Yeah. A typical South Florida thunderstorm from the summer. Yeah, just give it 10 minutes and it'll be gone. That's true. The sky will be clear again. The sun will come out and it all turns to yeah. steam. Unless you're listening to this at night, in which case you're wondering, well, why is the sun out at night? Well, it's because, uh, right, it's during the day when we're doing this. Yeah. But a good point. We don't want to confuse people. Yeah. I'm confused enough.
course, they could be also listening to our podcast in like December and wondering why we're having a summer thunderstorm in December. Yeah, but that's a long... Well, I guess you could be listening in December. Yeah. But things like tech news wouldn't be as current. I mean, we have you know podcast files available from probably 10, 15 years ago. We do. If you look hard well, enough. Well, from almost 28 years ago, because remember, for those listening who did not know this... We were doing podcasts since years before there was ever any such thing as a podcast. Because we would archive them. Do you remember how we used to archive them? With real audio. Real audio, exactly. No wow. fake audio here. That's right. We're <laughs> dating ourselves. How many people, show of hands, keep one on the wheel if you're driving. How many people remember real audio? You don't count oh. because you were producing his stuff. Uh, but yeah, we did real audio archives of all of our shows since 28 years ago. And then many years later, things became podcasts. And of course, we were already doing them. So we just had to start changing the name like everybody else did. Pretty wild, yeah. eh? Mm-hmm. There's some into tomorrow tech history, history, history for you. And did you know that when you participate on the show, like, for example, if you missed our first segment, which why on earth would you go back, rewind, listen. But we asked for the first, fifth and tenth. I don't want to just say caller because you don't have to call. You can participate in any number of ways. But we want to hear those three listeners. At least you could be one of them. With the three things we remind you of each and every week that we think are important. Yes. That's your number one, number two, and number three. Correct. Chris usually forgets number three because he can only remember two things. But when you join us and we hear you on the show giving us those three correct things, maybe a fourth if you have another idea, you could win fabulous prizes such as what we've got this week. Uh, We've got USB wired stereo headsets from Targus. Hampton Products International has provided smart power strip and surge protector. Very handy during thunderstorms. From Brondell, we've got another pro-sanitizing air purifier that removes dust, dander, pollen, smoke, and airborne viruses, valued at $800. And from Scos, we've got a Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe and Qi-enabled phones. So, 800-899-INTO, or preferably use the free Into Tomorrow app. Let us hear you and send you prizes. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured low-cost wiles of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Sally in Cary, North Carolina. Welcome into tomorrow. I had a printer that used to have an OCR program with it, and my current printer doesn't, and I haven't 
accessed that feature for quite a while. Then I discovered online, there's an online OCR program for free. It's called onlineocr.net, and it can convert either an image or a PDF file to Word or Excel. So you can just scan a picture of some text. You might choose something from a magazine, an article you wanted to save, and it does a nice job of converting that into text. So I thought listeners might like to know about it. Well, thank you, Sally. See, that's a great example of our awesome listeners helping other of our awesome listeners. And of course, she didn't have an opportunity to say what OCR stands for. So I'm going to point the finger to you and tell us. Optical character recognition. Do you have to use a British accent to say it? You sound smarter when you say it in British. (laughs) Okay. Well, but Sally brings up a good point. And a lot of people don't know that they probably have some great OCR built into a scanner that might be sitting right there behind them. Smartphones have it nowadays. Exactly. You can take a picture on on an iPhone. I'm sure you can on Android phones as well. Of course. And and long before you could on on an iPhone. And select, copy, you know, text in that photo. Yep. And then it becomes editable. Not editable, editable, so that you can change things around, copy, paste, do all kind of neat stuff. So OCR has been around for a long time, but as she recommended, and it's free, onlineocr.net might help you out a lot. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So take advantage of those kind of things. Tim in Greenville, South Carolina, welcome into tomorrow. I had an account with Facebook for many years. I also have an Instagram account connected with that Facebook account, but I had gone a few months without ever using it, and I had changed phones since then. Facebook, in all its infinite wisdom, has denied me access to my old account, even though I remember my password, and I remember all my security question answers. I have access to both of the email addresses associated with the account. The account is really mine, but Facebook won't give me the account because I'm now logging in from a new device as opposed to the one that they recognized, which was some random $30 Walgreens smartphone from two years ago, probably rotting in a landfill by now. Anyways, I even uploaded a copy of my driver's license to prove that I was me, but the Facebook team said, sorry, it didn't match their records. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Facebook. Was I supposed to give you my ID number and my home address, along with all the other data your algorithm is already gathering from my every move? (laughs) Anyways, you could tell I'm frustrated. The funny thing is, is I still have access to the Instagram account that is associated with the Facebook account. Anyways, I made a new account for Facebook by now, but I still use the old Instagram account. I was just wondering if there was any way that you guys know how to get my old account back. At this point, I kind of don't need it, but it would be interesting to know. Absolutely not. No, by now, you must know, Tim, that uh, fake book sucks. It's a Zuckerberg thing. It's just what they do. They suck. Zuckerberg, right ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Zuckerberg, yeah. yeah. But you pretty much went through all the official steps that they list. You did what you were supposed to do. Unfortunately, companies like Facebook and Google are notorious for taking steps like these with no further recourse. They both see users, keep this in mind, as vehicles for advertising revenue, not clients, not their customers, and both will lock users out without a second thought, as in your case. 
Google is infamous for it, and stories about it can often be found in forums like Hacker News, where people try to find help through unofficial channels, hoping to reach maybe an employee that may be able to manually review their case and unlock access to an account that may be central to their ability. Oh, I don't know, like to earn a living? And Facebook, you know, gets less press because their accounts at best may be centered on promoting a business rather than running it. But they're guilty of the same quick account locks that oftentimes can't be reversed without knowing someone on the inside. Uh, Facebook at least tries. That's where the picture of the license comes in. But if you happen to have moved out of state or have gotten a new picture, you may still be out of luck. Unfortunately, the best course of action is probably the one you already took in just creating a new account. Yep. And just unfortunately forgetting your old account. But I get it. He probably has friends from over the years that knew the old account and wonder why he doesn't ever post anything or respond or or anything. They try to message him. He can't get those messages. I get it. Facebook sucks. And that's a shame because we all use it once in a while. I guess Facebook just decided you didn't need those people in your life. And it's time to move on. Well, that could be too. You know, they decided for you. Yeah. (laughs) that perhaps those past people were influential in the wrong ways. And so they thought, you know what, we're going to cut them off. Oh, my gosh, it's terrible. And we've been saying, gosh, for how many years, ever since anti-social media became popular at the very outset, that you are the product. They don't care about you. They care about the product being you. So, Tim, I wish we had an answer. Stay tuned, though. Again, as I've said before, we have the best listeners in the world. So if others have done the same thing you did and then finally broke through these morons and got it done, they can share with all of us how they did. Because we get questions like Tim's frequently. And I wish there was a magic wand that we can wave or a simple answer. But with them, there's not. Yeah, you know, social media hasn't really been, you know, useful since, you know, MySpace was at the top of its game (laughs) before the days of Facebook. You are definitely (laughs) dating yourself. Yeah. Anybody, a show of hands, unless you're driving, keep one hand on the wheel. How many have used MySpace? How many still use it? (laughs) How how many used to log into those dial-up BBS systems, bulletin board systems? Yeah. Because I did. (laughs) AOL. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those little text-only chat rooms. and Yeah. Mm. Well, if you've got some input, maybe some answers, another possibility for Tim and others, let us know. 800-899-INTO, or better yet, use the audio option on our free Into Tomorrow app. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app, available in your app store, or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.